I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. AJ, let's talk Padres. Uh, I don't know if you saw, they got, they got a grade today of a B-plus for their offseason. A lot of conversation surrounding, especially now that Dick Monfort has decided to chime in about the Padres' starting rotation. Uh, where do you, do you see? Where do you see, if any, of the weaknesses that the Padres may have going into spring? Yeah, it's the rotation right now, and I, I don't think it's fair to kind of put a grade on it yet because it's, I mean, it's it's not even February yet, and we saw what they did last season right before the season began. They swung a trade to get. Sean and bolster that rotation depth. I think there's still a chance. Could look to do something like that, even if it's just a depth piece, just a depth option. Um, like this rotation has the potential to be pretty good because of the guys they got at the top of it, because some of the upside they have of Nick Martinez, Seth Lugo, if one of them hits. Um, it's just not on paper what it was last season going into last year when you had bona fide starting pitching options and that could have extended to seven or eight if one of the one or two of the young rookies hit and Mackenzie Gore did like the Padres went in last season with a plan that they were going to let the starting pitching carry them let the depth carry them for a good chunk of the season and then when it got to crunch time then they kind of unleashed their bullpen if that is still their plan and I think they'd still like to kind of do something like that they're not equipped roster wise to do that right now and they'll uh they're still actively maybe maybe looking for something like that. AJ, before we continue on with the Padres, I re- and Tony touched on the comments of the Rockies owner, Richard Monfort, one Richard Monfort. <laughs> I, I'm just curious your thoughts from a small market, you know, covering a smaller market team like the Padres and seeing what they have been able to do and been willing to do and what the comments of the Rockies owner tell us about the rest of Major League Baseball, because I've been complaining to Tony all off season that there's, you know, a half dozen or more teams that don't even seem like they're trying, and this is an issue for baseball. It seemed like the the Rockies owner basically said, you know what, Chris, you're right. This is an issue in baseball because we are not trying. <laughs> we don't want to. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think it's interesting, like, just having watched the last seven or eight years, kind of the way the Padres have transformed and also the way the city has taken to the team and the way the Padres have, like, started to spend this money and as a result like bring money back in because of how invested everyone is in, in what the, in ticket sales and merchandise and whatnot. I mean, from, from a Rockies perspective, I'm like, I'm not even close to well enough equipped to talk on the Rockies. I think Peter Seidler had a pretty good comment at the Xander Bogart's press conference when someone asked him, um, what are your thoughts kind of on, on if the rest of the MLB is wondering, the rest of Major League Baseball is kind of wondering why, like, what, how are the Padres doing this? I mean, 
Well, there's there's like two teams I care about. There's my my kids' sports teams and the Padres, uh-huh. and I can't comment on the rest of on, on the rest of Major League Baseball and what they think. But what the Padres are doing to me probably a little bit more sustainable than what Dick Monfort said uh, in, in those comments. Their their stars are, I mean, there's, there's every possibility that that they see one of their preeminent superstars walk away in the next couple of years, whether it's Soto or who knows what's going to happen with Machado next year. But the foundation's still in place for something really good here. Um, and if the Padres can kind of build on the success they had last season and have a successful 2023 season, I mean, that's 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 what you play the game for. Right. Yeah. And to win, and, and the Padres have set themselves up to do so. Interesting that Padres owner Peter Seidler elected not to talk about the teams that aren't trying and you know you have Dick Monfort on the other side commenting on the teams that are trying and we live in a bizarre world I must say uh AJ Casaville joins us here MLB.com and AJ what 25 days before the first uh spring training game uh, what are you looking forward to most as we get closer and closer to spring training in terms of the Padres yeah it's going to be an interesting camp because of all the kind of world baseball classic and kind of how how I mean, we haven't had a quote-unquote normal spring training, and you kind of, all right, here we, we have one. We didn't have it in 2020, didn't have it in 2021, didn't have it in last last season because of the lockout. And this year, it feels more normal, but also it, in terms of build-up and prep time, and you're reporting essentially when you report otherwise in February. But I'm curious to kind of see what happens in the World Baseball Classic. I, I've always been a big lover of of the wbc and kind of what it brings i just generally love the concept of countries competing against each other in sporting events it's really really cool um the padres are gonna have quite a few guys that are that are doing that so i'm i'm gonna be keeping an eye on on that but probably more so out of interest in in the event itself um for for just padres wise in terms of what what to look for in spring training i think starting pitching is the first thing because if they are going to if they're open to maybe making a trade late in the spring window, uh, like here, well, maybe one of these younger guys steps up. Maybe a guy like Adrian Moyhone, if they could stretch him out closer toward a starter's workload. I want to see what it looks like with Seth Lugo being built up. I, I think starting pitching is probably my first, uh, the first thing I'm watching. Most of these guys, I mean, spring training is, is kind of formality for a lot of these guys. So I'm not too concerned about what their numbers look like, but I want to see what, Amarantz looks like health-wise because if he's healthy and you have Josh Hader and Robert Suarez at the back of the bullpen and you're adding a guy who, when he's been healthy, has been really good for the Padres, that could be one of the best bullpens in baseball. So um, I think I'm, I'm probably maybe a little more focused on uh, on some of the pitching side of things. This offense is is extremely proven, and when you have an extremely proven offense, I'm not so sure that, that the spring matters all that much. AJ Casavello is with us from MLB.com. AJ, I know it's only going to be 20 games, but it's still going to be the first 20 games, and I'm talking about the games that they're going to have to play without Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, how do you see things shaking out in left field to you know opening day and beyond? Uh, I, I you know Soto's in right, Grisham's in center, and we know the infield's completely set. We have two designated hitters. We got a bunch of catchers. Who's in left field? Well, Matt Carpenter's played some outfield before. I think uh, Adam Engel, I mean, I've, that, that signing is a, is a big league signing. I think he goes into camp as the way you're looking at as your number four outfielder. I would say um, 
this roster is flexible enough and athletic enough that you could probably put any any of those infielders out in, in the outfield. I, I think if I'm looking at the way the Padres line up their starting nine or kind of what the offensive competitions look like in spring, it's a lineup with both Nelson Cruz and Matt Carpenter in it for those first 20 games, and then maybe you platoon a little bit, maybe Adam Engel in place of Carpenter, um, something like that. And then once Tatis comes back, that's when you get what I think the Padres were going for with this Nelson Cruz, Matt Carpenter designated hitter platoon. So, yeah, that I means 20 games. That's what is that? One eighth of the season. Um, kind of got to figure out what you're going to do there. But I think the Padres have some options. You know, one of the things that I feel like kind of gotten overlooked, and maybe for good reason, is the importance of maybe Blake Snell this year. Um, in back-to-back seasons, he's had a rough first half and a, an extremely good second half of the season. Is this the year that maybe he's able to put it all together uh, from from the beginning of the season? And he was derailed la- the last two years by injuries going into the year. Um, he could be a piece that n- not very many people are talking about. I know he finished the season well last year, but hadn't seen him do it a whole season yet. Yeah, it really feels like he is extremely in- important in kind of what this rotation does this year because the depth isn't there. So you go back to last season, he was hurt a little bit during the first half, struggled a little bit during the first half. That was fine because the Padres had other guys to step up and, and fill in when he was hurt. If if this is the Padres group of starting pitchers, they're going to they're going to need Blake Snell to, to be what he was during the second half last year. I don't know how he gets there. I don't know what he needs to do. I think I don't know, maybe change the calendar so that when it's January, he actually thinks it's, <laughs> it's March, and when it's March, he actually thinks it's May or whatever. But he's, he's been so consistently good in the second half that there's something there that he probably needs to harness earlier in the season uh, because when he reaches those heights, he's, he's – I mean, he's one of Cy Young. He's one of the best pitchers in baseball when he's on his game. He just needs to kind of find that a little earlier in the, in the season, which I – I'm not sure what the solution to that is, and I'm sure he's spent a lot of time agonizing over what the solution might be to that question. AJ, uh, just your your feel on this. I mean, moving forward, I mean, the Padres uh, probably at the trade deadline. I mean, we're looking a few months ahead, and who knows what's going to happen between now and then. But based on where we're at now, Padres will probably try to improve the ball club. Do you get the sense that they will be willing to trade Dylan Lesko or even if necessary, Jackson Merrill, or some of their big-time farm products in order to really solidify everything that they might need come July for the stretch run? Yeah, well, let's see. They just they traded Mackenzie Gore and C.J. Abrams and all those guys last season. So I would say yes. Then just knowing A.J. Preller, he's, he's, willing to, he's willing to gamble. That being said, now they traded all those guys to get Juan Soto. They're not going to just trade those guys for the sake of trading guys because they – I know they, they – feel very strongly about building a farm system and building something that's sustainable into the future. And those are pieces that they think are part of that into the future. So the piece has to be, if the Padres get to the trade deadline and making a splash, and let's be real, this is A.J. Preller. This is a team that's built to contend. They probably will be looking to make a splash at the trade deadline. Uh, the piece has to be right. And I think they're probably going to cling tightly to some of these these prospects because I think they've, Think very highly, Uh and if the right piece is there, that the Padres feel can put them over the uh, over the edge to be legitimate championship contenders. I think that that that's when they make that move. Two questions for you before I let you get out of here, AJ. Uh, when does your spring training start? That's the first. 
Well, I'm currently trying to figure out whether I'm driving out the morning after the Super Bowl or the day of the Super Bowl. I know the Super Bowl is going to be right there. Man. I, that's, when I'm, that's when I'm leaving. Uh, either, either February 12th or the 13th. Lastly, uh, you had a lot of hair last year. Are we expecting a change in, 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 in hairstyle this year? Nope. The hair staying. You know what? My wife likes it. She didn't like it at first. When it was kind of in that, Enough I had the said. benefit of the... I had the benefit of the awkward stage being during the pandemic, you know, like if you're growing your hair out, there's, yes. a, there's a pretty awkward stage where the only time I had to see people was once a week on Padre's social hour. So those, that awkward stage didn't like it, it, it didn't have to happen in front of everyone. So uh, I made it here. I'm going to stick with the long hair for at least another season. Good for you. I'll live vicariously through you. Uh, for the rest of the 2023 season. <laughs> AJ, uh, we'll see you in Arizona, man. Take care. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, see you guys soon. Thanks. Thanks, AJ. AJ Casavell there on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visiting today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall, Chevrolet. Find new roads. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.